Talia. Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and I'm daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Oh my goodness. Hello everybody. I have graduated high school. Woo woo woo. Thank you for being here. I'm sure the title is part of the reason that you are here. This episode is everything that I learned at my time doing schooling. Basically everything I've learned in my life. Obviously not everything I've learned, but just the things that school has taught me. But firstly, let's get a round of applause wherever you are. Give a little round of applause. Woo! Give clap to everybody who's just graduated. What a great time to be alive. What a for for me, for me. I want to acknowledge and understand and respect the fact that not everybody is going to be feeling on top of the world right now. Lots of people will be feeling very sad or confused or lost and miserable and I acknowledge that and I just want you to know that whatever you are feeling now that you're finished high school, whatever your feeling is valid, whether you don't even know what you're feeling or maybe you're just really tired and kind of numb and there's so much going on that you almost can't feel anything at all. That's a little bit how I am. But now that I've had a few days to (laughs) digest it, think about it, a few days off school, I'm loving life. I'm doing things I'm passionate about and doing things that I love and enjoy. So seeing people that I want to see and it's just a really special, special time to be alive. And I just want to soak up every day and enjoy every day for what it is because I'm never going to have these days again. And they are just a really, really special time of your life. So I'm doing that. I'm enjoying, enjoying all the things and to everyone else who's graduated, I hope that you can do the same because it is a really special moment in your life that you will never get back. A sense of freedom and this holidays before you start uni, before whatever you do next is a really special time to just rest and reflect on your life as you knew it because it's never going to be the same again. And whilst that is scary, it also means that you have so, 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 so many opportunities. My uh, head of year in our graduation speech said this is the end of the beginning and that is the truth of it it feels to some people it might feel like the end it might feel like things are finishing it might feel like they have no idea what's next but try to think of it as the end of the beginning high school is only just the beginning of your life your life is only just beginning and whilst it is the closing of a chapter it closes a chapter and it opens up a way bigger one so Yeah, I hope you can feel a little bit of that sense of freedom and joy and just overwhelmingly, I hope you feel a sense of pride for all that you have accomplished because 13 years of schooling is a lot. The ATAR system or whatever system you do is a lot and you deserve to just give yourself a bit of a pat on the back right now. Anyway, so since last week's episode, when I talked about if I'll cry at graduation, answered a ton of questions. I had my formal, I celebrated a friend's 18th and I graduated, so a huge and exciting week and wow, it was a lot of fun. Formal was amazing. I danced, I danced my heart out, I danced away so much and I lost my voice. It's still a little bit croaky and then 18th birthday was so much fun and graduation was honestly anticlimactic and I'm not sharing this to be disappointing or to... I don't know, sometimes drama is fun or entertaining, but I think I'm just saying it was anticlimactic because if you feel that way or if you felt that way, you I think it's important for us to know that others feel that way because in my head, graduation was supposed to be an almost magical day and 
it wasn't necessarily and that's okay too. It doesn't have to feel like something big and it's also okay if you can't process it all on the day and maybe I'll acknowledge it and recognize that in a week's time or a few days time when I don't have to go back to school or maybe it'll only fully hit me next year and that's okay. But it is weird when you've prepared for this day and thought about this day so many times over the years when you've seen other people graduate, when you've seen other people walk out of the school and you can't imagine how amazing they feel. But I didn't really feel any of that. I didn't, yeah, I just didn't feel very much at all, to be honest, which in some ways is disappointing. But like I said, it's all valid and it's all fair and maybe it'll hit me later. But maybe also I feel like I mentally checked out a while ago and so it didn't really feel like graduation was the end because it felt like I'd already kind of graduated. I'd already moved on in my mind. So maybe that's part of it as well. I guess I'll never really know. But just want to say that if you if you thought it was a bit anticlimactic too, don't be embarrassed to say you feel that way. Like I feel almost guilty for saying that with people because people people almost want you to say it's amazing, the best day ever. I'm so excited or I'm really sad. But if you don't really feel too much, that's okay and you're allowed to say that and you don't have to try to make it seem dramatic or exciting to someone else. Like your experience is actually your experience and the way you feel about it is the truth and like you should express that. So that's the story about all of that. And that was so much fun. Um, I would do actually, I'll read the graduation speech that I said. It was really, really special to get to talk to everyone and take up a few of the minutes in that ceremony because I know that obviously not very many people get that privilege and get to speak to you on your graduation day. So I really, really felt honored that I get to got to take a few minutes out of the day and talk to everyone who was graduating because that was so special. So I'm going to read what I said. Your life may become almost unrecognizable the next few months. And whilst that is scary, it is also a beautiful thing. So I want to encourage you to be okay with growth. Learn to be okay with change. Shed a few layers of your old self and allow yourself to become all that you can be. This is your chance to begin to create the life you have always dreamed of. One that makes you want to jump up out of bed each day and share it with everyone you encounter. High school really is just the beginning and although in some ways, in many ways, it may feel like the end, your whole world, your whole life now stretches before you and it can become whatever you work to make it. I know it's simple and maybe even cringy to put into a graduation speech, but when I think about what I want you all to know as we graduate, it's just that you are special and you are loved. You have a unique gift to share with this world and don't let anyone or any number tell you otherwise. So I hope that touched you in some way or allowed you to feel seen where you're at or maybe encouraged and hopeful about the future because that was really my heart behind it. Really, really thinking of all you people who have just graduated. So now I'm going to jump into some notes that I've been collecting over the past few months as I think about and reflect about all of the things that school taught me in lots of ways. What I wrote down is not things that I actually learned in the classroom or things about maths or science or whatever else, but things I learned about people and interactions and who I am and a range of other things like that. And I also want to say that I probably would have learned these things if I wasn't at school. Like I'm just learning these as I go through life and most of my life has been at school. So obviously I've learned it there, but still the intention remains the same. And one thing, big thing that I have learned from school is to learn something from everything. Often teachers will ask you, what did you learn today? Or 
share with the class the most interesting thing you read about this book. And even if you don't think you learned anything, or even if you didn't find anything in the book interesting, I always seem to manage to come up with some answer. Maybe sometimes it is part lie, but I think it's pretty clever skill to be able to just make up or share something that you learned about everything, or at least pretend that you learned something from it. But it also helped me realize that you can learn something from everything. And regardless of if you're in a classroom or in the world or at work or wherever you are, you can learn something every single day. And I don't ever want to lose that knowledge and that desire to learn something every day. I feel like my brain at the moment, it is a sponge and teachers have talked about this all the time, but I don't ever want to lose that spongy aspect of it. I don't ever want to forget that my brain can absorb and digest so much information every day if I just continue to use it and continue to practice that and continue to kind of force it to grow. Yeah, just your brain is so powerful and so capable of absorbing so much information if you choose to apply it. And I want to continue to choose to apply it to a range of different things. But I also want to continue to question myself and ask myself, what did I learn today? What did I find interesting about this book that I wrote? What do I find interesting about this cartoon that you're showing me or a range of other things? Because I do think school does teach you to look at things a little bit deeper and that is a powerful skill set. And I've noticed that sometimes when I'm with people who are a fair bit older, they've lost that skill a little bit more. It doesn't come as easily to them. And I'm not sure exactly why that is or maybe school has changed so much that 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 kind of critical thinking or even ability to, I don't know, just like go a bit deeper with the information you read. I don't know if that wasn't taught as well in schools or maybe there was so much less information that they didn't have to be so fast at digesting it and looking for the inconsistencies or the things that are interesting about it. But I want to I want to be able to keep that skill. And I think similarly, and I mentioned this in last week's episode, modern history taught me so much because It was all about looking at subjects and looking at sources and realizing the truth, realizing what's fake and really delving into that and looking for the truth and the perspectives and the biases in the sources. And that is what the exact same skills you need when you're reading news or when you're hearing information from people. So that was probably the most useful subject for sure. Something else that school really taught me was just to show up every day and be consistent There are posters around our school that say school success starts with attendance and just it is true every day that you're there, every day that you're in a class, you're hearing the information, you're given the ability and the option to show up and engage with that and if you're not there, you can't engage with it and the more that your grades will become better the more you go to class and the more you consistently engage with the classes, listen to the teacher, ask questions but also the more you consistently each day go home and revise. Each day, go home and read your notes. Each day, watch a YouTube video about that topic. And the more consistent you are, the easier it is to get better marks. And I've just definitely learned that for studying things like that, it does require a lot of consistency to do well. But the more you show up in everyday life, in your relationships, um, at your work, the more you're showing to be consistently responsible and capable. And I would rather be consistently average than some days amazing and some days terrible because no employee, well, maybe they do, but I, I would just much rather be average so that people know what they're going to expect from me every day. That's much more trustworthy, but also it means that over time you're going to get much further. I guess it's kind of like tortoise in the hair. I feel like, what is that even called? Anyway, 
it's kind of like that, but it's kind of just in general, I feel like a good lesson. So that's something that I like. Something else that school taught me was to admit when I don't know things. In class, I always try to ask a ton of questions because I want to make sure that I understand what's happening. And I know that not everyone does this, but I think it's an important skill to get used to. And you're going to understand the content way more the more you ask questions. And so I always tried to force myself to ask questions and engage, even on the days when I didn't feel like it. And I think it's a really good way to just grow comfortable with admitting when you make a mistake and admitting when you don't know what's going on. Because for some reason, I feel like we all think it's it's embarrassing if we don't know something, regardless of whether it's a maths concept or something in politics, etc. I I just I'm glad that ask and I'm just glad that asking questions in school and being in the place of not knowing so often has allowed me to become comfortable in that area. So in the real life, when I don't know something, I'm just as willing to put my hand up and say, I don't understand what's going on here because that's when you learn and that's when you grow and otherwise you'll just keep on going not knowing and it's not embarrassing to admit you don't know something. That's not weak. That's not bad Um, and it's way, way more strong, way stronger to put your hand up and ask the question and I was always told if you're thinking of a question and whether you should ask it, there's probably five other people in the room waiting for you to waiting for you to find out the answer and waiting for you to ask it so they can also find out the answer. So be the person who's strong enough to put their hand up, admit when they don't know something and learn. 100 million million times percent, I learned that you get what you give. And there are some people who are exceptions to this rule. But with schoolwork, with study, with grades, you get what you give. The more hours you put in consistently and productively and efficiently, the better grades you'll get out. But also not even in that sense. And when I initially wrote this down, that wasn't even the way that I was thinking about it. I was thinking about you get what you give in terms of leadership or just the more you, the more you are involved in the community, the more you invest in the people around you, whether that's through kind words, little gifts or um, your time and inviting them out for coffee, things like that. The more you say thank you genuinely to people and care about them as a human and invest in those relationships, the more they're going to give you back and the more fulfilled you're going to be back and the more safe and loved you're going to feel and valued within that community. So the more you're involved with leadership, the more you're involved with relationships and all these things the more people that will know you and the bigger the sense of community that you'll have the more support you'll have and the more relationships around you to lift you up when you're feeling down the more you put into your school environment or whatever environment you're in 100% the more you'll get out and I just think that's really really special if you don't know how to get involved ask someone ask your teacher look read the notices just find out if there are any clubs or any things that you can be involved in but also it just it comes down to introducing yourself to people if you're doing band speak to the people around you learn their names remember details about them invest in those relationships and maybe it sounds random why do you need to know the name of the person who plays flute in front of you and maybe you don't but maybe one day you'll be sad and you'll be walking to your next class and that person who will play who plays flute will be like hi Talia how are you today and that could make all the difference on a day that you're sad. Learning their names one day in band could make your day when you're sad walking around the school because school is so much more fun when you're walking around and you have people to say hi to. I mean, maybe I'm just a social butterfly and a bit of an extrovert. But I think when you know that people know you and care about you and see you, you are going to feel 100% more loved, safe and supported and encouraged within that community. But that also requires you to start those relationships and those connections as well. 
Something else that I've learned, which a lot of people, regardless of how old you are, I think will agree with this and a lot of workers as well, I think you'll definitely agree, is that having to take work home is actually the worst way to live. School is just so difficult because I feel like I've never had a weekend or a day off since I started, obviously other than holidays, but especially for me, every afternoon you'd have to do schoolwork. On Saturdays, I would work at the cafe, which means Sundays I had to do schoolwork. So I really did not have much of a social life, especially my lower grades of high school, which I know you would think as I got older, I would have less of a social life because schoolwork gets more important. But actually, as I got older, I realized that social life was more important than schoolwork. Anyway, moral of the story, it sucks knowing you have something hanging over your head all the time and Whenever you're out with friends, you know the second you get home, you have to start this schoolwork. And home never really felt, never feels like a safe place because you can't just come home and relax. Like if you're at home, I always felt like I should be doing work. Whereas if I was out and about, I couldn't be doing work. So I could just enjoy myself and relax. But when I was at home, there was always work I had to be doing. And so people always talk about how nine to fives are bad or boring or like, corporate ladder that makes you feel stuck and suffocated but I actually feel and I know a lot of people who agree with this that if you do a nine to five where you can't take any of your work home that is the best way to go about life because you can't work on it after that you have your whole weekends you're not going to be constantly stressing about it um so just try to avoid that and some jobs you obviously can't and if you have an entrepreneurial mind or things like that you probably wouldn't be able to shut off anyway but it's just something to realize and school is really hard in that sense because you can never shut it off. There's always something more to do and especially in your senior years, you have assessment over the holidays. So even then you can't fully relax, which is just a bit painful. Something that I remember hearing is I always talked about, well, I should choose this subject to keep my options open. I don't necessarily enjoy it, but it'll help me get a good ATAR. It'll keep my options open. But someone was like to me, why would you why would you do a subject you don't enjoy just to keep your options open? Because that means it's just going to keep options open that you're not going to enjoy. Like sometimes you choose subjects you dislike to keep your options open, but that's dumb because it means that you're keeping open options that you don't want to do. So why, why would you choose chemistry just in case you need it in the future? Because if you don't like chemistry, you won't need it in the future unless you end up choosing a career you don't like. And I know it seems dumb and so simple, but I genuinely hadn't thought about it that way until someone said it to me 18 months ago or so. So if you're choosing subjects or you're thinking that way, think like that. A big, big lesson that I think a lot of people, especially around grad and maybe realizing is that school is not your whole life. Never put all of your eggs in one basket. Really, really try to have passions and investments outside of school. Um, work hard to find friends and invest in friendships that don't, with people that don't go to your school because this way when school ends, it doesn't feel like your whole world is ending. It feels like you actually finally have more time to do the things that you actually enjoy. So for me and with my podcast and a whole range of other things that I was working on through school, obviously school took up most of my time and most of my energy but I made sure to invest in these things that would last beyond school. So now when school's ended, I don't feel a big void or a big, a big pit of not much. In fact, I feel like I now have space to actually work on my passions or spend time with the people I enjoy even more so. 
And I also made sure that I had plenty of friends outside of school, whether that was church or family friends or long distance friends. And it meant that I always had someone to debrief with that I wasn't already seeing every day. This meant that if something happened at school, bad friendships or just whatever in general, that I had safe places outside of school that I could go to and rely on. And now that school is over, I have more time and energy to invest in those relationships as well. So I think if you're in grade 12, this is obviously too late. My apologies. But if you're in grade 10 or 11, I would say really try it starting to invest in things that will last beyond school, whether that's friendships and passions and interests, even just like your job lasts beyond school so that when you do finish, it doesn't feel like there's nothing left or that it's a void of pit, a void of emptiness, a void of pit of emptiness. Anyway, um, but actually it just means that your life has now opened up. I think a lot of people do see school as like kind of a close or closing of a door, but I see it really as an opening of the door. Your life opens up to so many more opportunities. And of course, you need to have the bravery to take them and you need to have the energy and the effort or the courage to take them. But um, they do open you up to more. And I hope that you can feel that and have that little bit of sense of hope and joy and excitement that your life has just opened up so much more and you can choose to do whatever you want with that. Yeah. One of my final ones, which I remember hearing a podcast about when I was in grade eight or nine, was just that you you grow where you are planted. So often I just wanted school to finish and I just wanted to get out, but I had to acknowledge that this was where I, this was the place that I am currently. I have been placed here. And so this is where I currently am meant to be. And I do believe in God's planning and God's timing. So I believe that where I have been placed is where my purpose currently lies. So if I'm placed in my school, this I, this is where I'm going to live out my purpose. This is currently where I'm placed. And so this is currently the community that I am here to serve and the people that I'm meant to love. And I'm in the place where I'm learning the things that I'm meant to be learning. And it just... You, your purpose is where you are planted and where you are planted, there is purpose. And so even if I did just want to be out of school, it's like, I'm still here. And so I'm just going to make the most of the place that I am. And I'm just going to love the people around me as best as I can in this place. I'm going to make a community as best as I can in this place. I'm going to learn what I'm supposed to be learning in this place. And even if I do not want to be in this place, this is the place that I am in. That was a freaking tongue twister. Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay, so yeah, I just, and maybe it's a job that you don't like, but you can't get out of it for financial reasons right now. Or maybe it's a whole range of other factors or a whole range of places that you don't want to be in. This is the place that you were planted and there is a purpose in that planting and in that place. And that sounds all very Christianese or very theological, very airy, fairy, airy, fairy, fairy. Anyway. But I think there is a lot of truth to it and just find the purpose where you currently are and invest in that. Yeah. And on that kind of a quote or just a sentence or phrase that I love recently is actually my home screen is this. I just do my best in the moment that I'm doing it. I think that is genuinely the most profound way to live life and to think about life. My life is just me doing the best that I can do in the moment that I'm doing it. And that way, I think you don't live with regrets because you know, maybe I wish I didn't do that. But actually, in that moment, I was just doing the best that I could be doing in that moment. I just do my best in the moment that I'm doing it. And it means when I'm at work, I'm doing my best at being at work. When I'm at home, I'm doing my best at being at home and caring for my family and keeping my room clean, whatever, sounds dumb. But I know people who 
work and have a family think this. They go, I try to separate everything as much as possible. When I'm at work, I'm just doing my best in the moment that I'm doing it. I'm at work. I'm fully present. I'm fully there. I'm doing my best. When I'm at home with my kids, with my family, I'm just there. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best in the moment that I'm doing it. And in the next moment, maybe you know more so that it could have helped you in the past moment. But it, you, in that moment, you don't know what you don't know. And so I think that that's a great way to go through life without regrets and to be proud of yourself. Um, yeah, because, yeah, and it's just a good way to think about life. And I think it'll help you be the best person that you can be, the most present person that you can be, and also the most graceful person you can be and especially if you can acknowledge that about other people too being like they did their best in the moment that they were doing it and maybe now they know better and I can teach them and I can help them do better but in that moment I just have to trust that they were doing the best that they could be doing in that moment and so don't beat yourself up about things maybe one day you could have done it better and maybe tomorrow you will do it better but in that moment you're just doing the best that you can be doing and that is okay and that is acceptable that's more than okay so I really like that maybe you do too I hope you do too but yeah when I was younger I remember watching The Bachelor which I loved so odd for like a 10 year old sweet little Christian girl to love The Bachelor anyway but I remember watching it and hearing all these 26 year olds be like I'm ready to find love because I finally know who I am like I went through a bad breakup I spent some time discovering who I am and now I know who I am and I'm ready to find love or I'm ready for the next stage in my life I remember sitting here thinking like, that is so dumb. How can you not know who you are? You just are who you are. You were born who you are. You'll die who you are. Like, how can you not know who you are? You are who you are. How can you change that? Yada, yada. And I didn't understand it at all until probably only this year where I realized, wait a second, I'm only doing half these things because society or because my teachers, my parents want me to be doing these things. And so I had to actually really sit down and ask, who am I? What do I want? Who am I actually? And I was like, these bachelor people weren't as dumb as I thought they were. Like, it is a true thing and it is a true question to be asking yourself. It is actually something that you do have to struggle through and work out and really sit with yourself and say, well, what are my values? What are my boundaries? Who am I actually? What actually makes me happy? What does a successful, happy life actually look like to me? What actually even is happiness? What do I even want from happiness? Do I like what do I want to be fit or do I want to be healthy or do I want to whatever? And I think actually an interesting question to ask yourself and to reveal maybe how authentic you are or what you do actually want about life. I was talking to this about with my dad the other day. An interesting question is, would you rather look fit or be fit? Would you rather look strong or be strong? And maybe that sounds dumb. Maybe some of you are going, aha, ooh, that's interesting. Or maybe some of you just think it's odd, but I think if you get it, you get it. If you don't get it, I don't really know if I can explain it. But um, yeah, just ask yourself, would, would I rather look strong or be strong? And yeah, that's just all about finding yourself, finding who you are authentically, and then surrounding yourself with people who, who also see you as that and who believe in you for those things and encourage, encourage that aspect of you. Um, and also surround yourself in, surrounding yourself with people who are also pursuing the most authentic and truest version of themselves. Yeah, ask yourself the hard questions for sure. That I have had to realize that a lot this year. And I've talked about that basically in every episode. So if you want to know more, just go back and listen to any episode. But yes, 
I remember watching that and hearing people talk about finding yourself and thinking it's dumb, but it is a true thing. And I also think the younger you are, the the younger you are, the better chance you have to stay true to yourself. I think it's way harder for a 50-year-old who's never really known themselves to find themselves than it is for someone at 14 to catch themselves and stop themselves from becoming who they're not meant to be. I don't know if that makes sense, but you were born as yourself. Surely a five-year-old's got to be their true authentic self. Surely six-year-old, you know, but when does that stop? I'm not entirely sure, but the longer we can stay true to ourselves, the less we have to find ourselves later on. That was a whole jumble of words, but I think it made sense. And the final thing that I want to include on, and the final thing that I think matters is just that doing your best always matters. It always counts for something. Kindness always matters. Kindness always counts. Some days you might think, oh, do I, should I really try in this class? Should I really try with this person? Should I really try to prepare a good speech and a good event, whatever, whatever you're involved in? Oh, should I really try this sock game? I'm just tired. It's fine. But doing your best always matters. It always counts. It always brings good things. Doing, being kind always matters. It's always worth something. It always counts. And even if people don't acknowledge that or see it at that moment, maybe they actually do and they just didn't tell you. But And it's the small things that add up over time. But truthfully, kindness always matters. Doing your best always matters. And so, yeah, I just... I just hope that encourages you a little bit or inspires you a little bit. I hope this made you realize also that school is about way more than education. It's about way more than grades. It's about way, 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 way more than maths or science and two plus two equaling four and four divided by two equaling two. And But yeah, that was just my sweet little episode to conclude my time at high school. And wowzers, it really does feel like all of you have been on this journey a lot with me. And I thank you so much for being here, for listening through the episodes, for listening through any other episodes that you've listened to. I know some of you have listened to every single episode, which is amazing. And I'm so thankful for that. And I love you all a ton. Um, Yeah, this is a bit of an end of an era but it's the beginning of a new one as well. So there's excitement and sadness, also just tiredness, but all of that is valid and all of that is okay. And this episode actually turned out to be a fair bit longer than I had anticipated, but turns out when you go to schooling for 13 years, you actually learn a thing or two, believe it or not. Anywho, that is all for today. If you follow goodluck underscore Charlie Pod on Instagram, send me a message about something that you learnt in your time at school or something that this podcast episode made you think about. If you don't follow it, you goodluck underscore Charlie Pod on Instagram, you definitely should. If you know someone who has just graduated, you should 100% send this episode to them. I think it'll help them feel seen and just know that there are people going through it at the same time as them and maybe it gives them a bit of a chance to debrief and reflect and process all of the emotions of this crazy time of life so yes if you finished high school graduated a while ago I hope this was special to look back and reflect on some things but like I said it's not that school taught me this it's just that life taught me this and my current moment of life was school but for all of you who aren't at school this is also just things that you I'm sure or you can learn in life so hope it reflected or um, encouraged some of your own thinking and processing but yes thank you for listening thank you for sticking around this whole year and this whole episode means a lot I hope you enjoyed and with that good luck Charlie bye you guys good luck Charlie bye 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 bye